Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. We appreciate you sticking with us through the break. My name is Cleve Gaddis. In this segment, real estate market predictions for Gwinnett and North Fulton counties. Do you really need a termite letter and a bond before closing on your next home purchase? And what are the best practices for selecting the right home inspector? OMG. I have seen people choose some lousy home inspectors. I have seen home inspectors over the years who tripped over something that was wrong in the home and still didn't write it down. Now I'm exaggerating, but like sometimes as a real estate agent, I'm not trained to be a home inspector and I'm going in and finding a lot more things that are wrong with the home or things the buyer needs to be aware of than the home inspector. So this is a very important question. My name is Cleve Gaddis. I'm the host of this show. I'm also a full-time real estate agent and broker with a team full of agents helping buyers, sellers, investors, and landlords help buyers, sellers, investors, and landlords make the best decisions when buying or selling anywhere throughout Metro Atlanta. We help listeners go from real estate novices to experts so home buying and selling can be done with total confidence and get all that worry that is typical with life's biggest investments. Get it out of the way. We want to connect with you. Go Gaddis Radio. Is the way to do that. You can ask questions, you can make comments, you can push back, you can share ideas. Visit today. You can also sign up for our podcast. You can subscribe to our podcast, and I would love you to be a podcast subscriber. We've got some real estate market predictions for Gwinnett and North Fulton County. We had people asking us about these two counties specifically and cities within the counties, and I thought, well, it would be interesting to go and take a look to see how do we think the market is going to end up in 2021 versus 2020 and in the past. And if you'll show up every week for the next five or six weeks, we'll just do a couple of these counties every single show, and we'll work through all of the 10 or 12 main counties in Metro Atlanta. Let's start out with Gwinnett County, if you don't mind. We believe that there will be 12,655 closings in Gwinnett County for the year this year, 12,655. That might be right. We might be a little light. We're just trying to predict how many more closings we're going to have from now through the end of the year. That is going to be down about five or 600 from the prior year and about equal to the to where sales were in 2016. Now, if we want to go back to the worst of the years in Gwinnett County, it was 2010 when we had 7,400 closings for the year. That 11,000, almost 700, excuse me, 12,000, almost 700 in 2021 is a far cry north of that. Let's take a look at pricing. Average sales price for a single-family detached home in Gwinnett County. That's not your condos and townhomes. We're doing that because there's a lot more detached homes than there are attached homes. Sales price this year we project will be $384,740, which is a 64, you heard me say that right, a $64,000 increase over the $320,695 from the prior year. Now, listen to this. Average sales price of all single-family detached homes in Gwinnett County in 2011, $142,900. I want to let that sink in for just a second. In 2011, the average sales price of a single-family detached home in Gwinnett County, $142,857. That is a far cry away from the $384,740 average sales price set just 10 years later. Let's go into North Fulton and... I, I have I have been accused of discriminating by not including all of Fulton County, and that is not my purpose. I'm not trying to do anything other than acknowledge the fact that North Fulton is separated from South Fulton by the city of Atlanta. So they're disparate. They're different. 
Um, they don't look the same. They don't have the same economic or education. Pro- it's just different from one segment to another. So those of you <laughs> who think I'm being discriminatory by separating the county, I'm just doing it because it's the healthiest way to look at the sales data for the counties. In North Fulton County, we expect sales to grow about 200 over last year and be a total of 4,330 this year compared to the 4,010 last year. The lowest number in the last 14 years was in 2009 when there were 2,635 sales. So almost 2,000 more closings this year. We had a real bump up in 2014, 15, 16, and 17 where we were around 44, 4,500. Then it dropped back down in 2018, 2019, 2020, and 2021. It's climbed just a little bit each and every year. So the market from a unit sales standpoint is moving in the right direction in North Fulton County for sure. Let's look at pricing. Pricing in North Fulton, if you looked at this on a graph, has been a little more flat than pricing in Gwinnett County. Those of you who actually watch our videos on Facebook that we post, if you look at these two charts, and I'm sure that the video guy will get them on there for you, you'll notice that the increase in price is a little bit steeper in Gwinnett County than it is in North Fulton. But this year, we are projecting, we are predicting that average sales price for single-family detached homes will be $681,000. Eight hundred dollars compared to five hundred and sixty-seven thousand. That's a hundred twenty thousand dollar increase year over year. Let me say that one more time. Twenty twenty to twenty twenty-one, a hundred twenty thousand dollar increase year over year. If we go all the way back to two thousand twelve, which is when the low average sales price was set after the recession, after the recession started, average sales price three hundred and eighty-six thousand dollars. Now we're at six hundred and eighty-one thousand dollars. I'll let you do the math. That is a gigantic price increase. So, North Fulton, Gwinnett County, both markets moving in the right direction handsomely, and we believe that they're going to continue to do that all the way through the end of the year. But that does not mean that we're not going to experience some softening in the market because, as I mentioned in the first segment of the show, for the last five consecutive weeks, we've had anywhere from 90 to 250 more homes listed each week than went under contract that week. And the lowest number of price decreases we've had for a week was 936. The rest of them were 1,000 or 1,100 or 1,040 or 1,070. So there's some stress in the market. And so buyers, if you had gotten discouraged, if you had gotten buyer fatigue, if you were just fed up, fed up, and you just didn't want to get out there and waste any more brain cells trying to buy a home in a market where you could not compete, get back out there. It might be an amazing window. I was talking to somebody the other day. I said, "Ah, I'll just wait until next year. Here's my problem is that it is instability in the world that creates downward pressure on mortgage rates. And you say, well, that's kind of stupid. Well, you got somebody who lives in Africa. You got a government in Africa. When there's instability around the world, they get worried. They can, they're not going to get their money back if they invest it in different places, and so more money tends to flow to the U.S. And they buy treasury bonds, treasury bills, and they buy mortgage-backed securities. And the more appetite there is for those securities and those bonds, the lower the yield gets on that 10-year treasury bill, and that ultimately affects the interest rate. So my guess is that interest rates might be one point higher this time next year than they are today, which means you could have a you could buy a house today that, that costs 30% more 
today than a house you'd buy next year and have the same exact payment. And so it's not always about the price you pay for a home. It's about your cost to own that home over time. And I hope everybody remembers that. We've got a listener question. Our agent says we need a termite letter and a bond on the home we're purchasing, but we don't want to ask for anything but the bare minimum. So our offer won't be rejected. This is from Allison in Buford. Allison, let me tell you, it's not a matter of whether or not your home will get termites. In Georgia, it's a matter of when. I think Georgia is second only to the state of Florida in terms of termite damage. Don't quote me. I haven't seen statistics on that lately, but I know 10 or 12 years ago that was the case. So it's fine, Allison, for you not to include the requirement for the seller to give you a termite letter and provide you a termite bond if you want your offer to be more competitive with others. I get that totally. But it is not okay for you not to have a termite inspection and for you not to have a termite bond on your home after closing. So fine to leave it out of the purchase agreement, but you go ahead and have the home inspected for termites during the due diligence period and make arrangements to get a bond, a termite bond put in place. I spend about $300 a year. I have a Centricon bond on my house. happens to be through Northwest Exterminating if anybody cares, and um, I recommend that everybody keep a termite bond on their house. Next listener question. This is from Young and Swanee. It's time for me to select a home inspector, but I don't have any idea how to find the best one. What advice do you got for me? And we have as part of our Sure Home Buying System, our Sure Home Buying System, we are the only provider of the Sure Home Buying System in the state of Georgia. It is a 71-step process that is designed to make sure you as a buyer working with our firm can make the right decisions every single step of the way when it comes to buying a house. And one of those steps is making the right decision with a home inspector. And so we have 10 questions to ask a home inspector. I don't have time to go through all these, but I'll give you a few. And if you want me to send you the whole list of the 10 questions, 770-497-0000 is a number, or just hit me up on gogaddisradio.com. The first thing you want to ask is, will your inspection meet recognized standards? You're saying, well, what the heck does that mean? I'm trying to say that I want my inspectors to be a member of the Georgia Association of Home Inspectors. So if I was choosing a home inspector, I'd go to gahi.org, Georgia Association of Home Inspectors. Those inspectors are all more certified. They're more educated than your average home inspector because they're all code certified. Do you belong to a professional home inspectors association? I think that's important, especially one that requires continuing education. How many years of experience do you have? Do you focus only on residential inspections or you do, do you do others? I had a residential inspector inspect a commercial dwelling one time, and that turned out to be a huge mistake because inspecting a commercial dwelling is very, very different. A commercial structure is very different than a residential structure. How long will the inspection take if they say my inspection normally takes 30 minutes? Run, run, run. On a normal home, if they say my inspection takes three, four, or five hours, they are probably confident. And please don't scrimp on what you pay your home inspector, find a good one. And if they want $500 or $550 and they want an extra $150 for a radon test, get a good inspector because you need to be able to go into that transaction eyes wide open. Last question, and this is not the last of the 11 questions we have. In fact, it's funny. It says 10 questions, but there's 11 <clears throat> on here. Do you carry errors and emissions and general liability insurance? Are you protected? We're going to take a quick break. When we come back in our neighborhood spotlight, Edinburgh and Swanee, now the school is back in session. Has the market dried up? I don't think so. And more people are flocking to the Sunshine States. And is Georgia considered one of the Sunshine States? Stick with us. We'll be back.